Entrepreneur on Fire, episode 93. Welcome to EntrepreneurOnFire.com, where remarkable entrepreneurs share their inspiring story. Let their journey illuminate your path to success. And now, your host, John Dumas. Hey, Fire Nation. Are you ready to launch a website? I've created a free step-by-step video that will walk you through the process of buying your domain, installing WordPress, and creating your first post all in under seven minutes. Visit entrepreneuronfire.com slash blue to find out more and take your entrepreneurial leap today. And now let's give it up for our five-star reviews. Kemda, BC Kane, Troy Vaughn, The Ryan Keith Miller, SeanWhiteyGuy.com, CJS Cuba, Alex Gray, and Vic Vell. Thank you so much for your support of Entrepreneur on Fire, and I look forward to thanking everybody who does the same. Okay, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Amy Clover. Amy, are you prepared to ignite? Quite prepared, John. Go for it. All right. Amy is the lady behind the blog, Strong Inside Out. Her goal is to empower people to overcome whatever obstacles are keeping them from a thriving life. She's also planning a 30-city tour throughout the U.S. and Canada to benefit the nonprofit to write love on her arms. Given Fire Nation a little overview, Amy, but why don't you take a minute, tell us about yourself. We want to get to know you personally, and then take another minute and tell us what's going on in your business. I'm Amy Clover. I'm a big nerd that loves fitness, and I used fitness to personally overcome a lot of setbacks in my own life, Um, and now I'm trying to give back as much as I can as well. So the 30 by 30 project, which is what I'm working on right now, is a 30-city tour throughout the U.S. and Canada. In each city, I'm going to be performing boot camps. For a $20 donation, you can come on out, take a 45-minute boot camp, and it will go to the nonprofit to write love on her arms, which offers um, help to those who are struggling with depression, self-injury, substance abuse, and suicide. Powerful, Amy. And I look forward to delving more into that later. But before we do, we're going to kick it off how we kick every show off, and that's with a success quote, with a mantra that you just love or live by. What do you want to share with Fire Nation today? Okay, this is my new favorite, um, and I don't, it's, it's not necessarily a success quote, but uh, it's from Inception, actually. And it's, um, you mustn't be afraid to dream a little bigger, darling. Yes, I love that movie. And I like how you plucked that quote out. But now take it down to the ground level. How do you apply that mantra to your everyday life? It's when I really uh, employed that mantra um, into my life and not being afraid to dream bigger that I allowed myself to see the scope of how big this message could become. And also with my whole site, taking fitness and and employing it in a bigger level. Love it, Amy. And let's now use that to transition to our next topic, which is failure. Because as entrepreneurs, We face failure every single day. We embrace failure. We learn from it. We use it to propel us forward, never to hold us back. Take us back to a time in your journey when you failed or when you just came up against this obstacle that was extremely challenging and then share with us how you overcame that obstacle or that failure. Okay, obstacles. That's my big topic here. So um, I think my biggest uh, challenge that I've overcome has been my 
I used to have a very pessimistic outlook, and um, I was resigned to the life sentence that I was given in high school, which was clinical depression and obsessive compulsive disorder, and they were at that time debilitating. Um, I had to walk down the hallway, and I felt like I had to touch a certain amount of lockers. I had to clear my throat a certain amount of times, and it would keep me from uh, being as social as I wanted to. And uh, because of that, I felt more isolated, and I was really just afraid to reach out for help. I didn't know who to talk to, and I, I felt like a lot of people didn't understand what I was going through, and you know, who's to bl- uh, no one's to blame for that. It's just that I didn't reach out to the right sources for help. So it just kind of spiraled downward for a while because I didn't know who to talk to. I didn't know how to get over it on my own. So in uh, 2005, I actually got to such a low point that I tried to take my own life. And I was put into a hospital after that. And I was, um, it was in that point where I was um, actually put in the hospital against my will that I realized the freedom that I had been taken for granted, the, the freedom to change my own life that I never even uh, took action on before. So After I got out of there, it took a few years to actually start taking that positive action. And it was only when I discovered fitness that it actually started to stick, that I started being able to focus and be more efficient in that way. Um, So, you know, I I went, got into and out of a lot of relationships that were uh, detrimental to my health. And um, I totally turned around my career. I was doing um, acting at that time and I decided to let that go because it was making me miserable. And I Um, went into personal training instead, which was great. I felt more fulfilled. And um, I just, I didn't think it was ever possible. I I, I say on my site a lot that I thought happy people were fakers um, until I made myself one. Wow, that's some powerful insight, Amy. And I'd like to just go back for a second because this is some really interesting insight. How does one go from being somebody who's walking down a hallway having to touch a certain number of lockers and or clear your throat a certain number of times to being somebody who's no longer having to do that? What were some major things that turned that way of acting, of thinking around for you? I think uh, being open was a major one of them. And um, I also, uh, taking that positive action and being open to the fact that you can change your life is a, is a big, big step. Because a lot of people think that if they just go through the, the movements, that it will happen, or if they just take the right medication, it will happen. Uh, those things can be helpful, but you also have to have that belief that you can do it. You have to know that it's possible. Amy, that is just some more great insight. Thank you for sharing that. And we're going to use that to transition now to our next major topic, which is that aha moment. And you've already shared some great aha moments that you've had in your journey. And that's just the kind of person that you are. I mean, I was fortunate enough to have met you in the in my home state of Maine fairly recently when you and your fiance came up to have a cup of coffee with me. And I really enjoyed that interaction. And then even more recently, I saw you out at New Media Expo. So I just see you as this very vibrant and very large and happy personality that's just inspiring on so many levels. So I just know that these aha moments come to you fairly often. But take us back to a time in your journey when you really had this one big light bulb moment. That just the lights came on, the clouds parted, the sun just kind of shone through and you said, wow, <laughs> this is going to resonate so well with me, with my inner self and with the people who I'm trying to reach. Okay. I think um, I actually have two aha moments. Can I give you both? Absolutely. Okay. So the first one was um, going to the first World Domination Summit. And oh my gosh, you're going to think 
that I am uh, advertising for World Domination Summit, but I'm not because both of them were actually at World Domination Summits. Um, so World Domination Summit is uh, Chris Gillibo's big to-do up in Portland. Uh, he's had two so far, but the first one I decided to go to on a whim because my fiance was going and I was like, oh, that sounds cool. You know, maybe I'll meet some new people, make some new friends. And I knew I wanted to bring fitness online. And I, I just didn't know how. I didn't know my USP at that point. Um, so I went up there and just being in that atmosphere of all these people um, that wanted to help me, that were so encouraging and coming from the the world of acting, the Hollywood world of acting, I I was just amazed that so many people were out there who wanted to help me, who went out of the, their way to, to help me um, find my unique selling point and, and find my niche in how I could help other people in a unique way. So that was my first aha moment. And my second one was the second World Domination nice. Summit. So <laughs> it was actually, I came out of there feeling a bit inadequate and not because um, so many people were doing these amazing things. I didn't, it wasn't more, it wasn't a comparison to those people. It was a comparison to myself and what I felt I should be living up to because I felt this enormous potential within myself and this, this creativity I didn't, I didn't yet harness. And I wanted to do something bigger than me. I wanted to help more people. I wanted to spread the message beyond my sight and, uh, and just inspire people to hope who, who weren't necessarily finding it yet, who didn't believe that they could yet. So on the way, um, actually, I, I took a short trip up to see my family in Northern California, and driving back from that trip, I had this aha moment of how can I take my skill set and combine it with um, this message that I want to deliver? I said, "Oh, how how about I do a tour of thirty boot camps?" And you know, that sounds like something I could do. <laughs> and I didn't I didn't really grasp the full scope of what would be entailed in that, but I reached yeah. out to to write Love on Her Arms and they were just immediately down with the the idea. And um so I started setting everything up and planning as much as I could and I shot this video with the amazing help of some professionals that offered their help up for um, for personal training sessions and just um, because they're my friends. Um, and I, I just really got lucky with it. And it's just been going better than I could have ever imagined. No, and it's a great video. We're absolutely going to link that up in the show notes. I'm really excited to share that video with Fire Nation. So Amy, have you had an I've made it moment yet? Um, not really, but I've had an I'm doing the right thing moment. Those uh, are I, powerful too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those are the ones that really, uh, make, they make it real for me. So I think every time I hear from, when I first published my story, um, I had only told maybe three people, maybe five people about my, my story and my, um, my suicide attempt before. And then I just published it online <laughs> and, um, some people that I've known for years emailed me and said, it's amazing what you're doing. And it's amazing that you're telling that and being you're so vulnerable about it because I've never told anybody, but I've had the same run-in with suicide before. And I heard that from multiple people that I've heard or that I've known for, for years and years. And I realized that this is something that people don't talk about. They're afraid to reach out for help about, and they don't know ways to actually get out there and and talk to people about it. So I think it was something that was the I'm doing the right thing moment. I need to make other people aware that this is more common than people realize. 
No, again, that's just some more great insight. And it's something that I just love about Entrepreneur on Fire. It's a different angle, obviously, but I get emails from people that say, John, I've just been stuck in this rut for so long and I just have these ideas and I just never put them to use. I'm afraid to take this entrepreneurial leap. But when I finally became a part of Fire Nation, when I just started listening to your podcast every single day and I would hear these failures and I would hear these aha moments, I would hear these success stories from entrepreneur after entrepreneur after entrepreneur, I just said, wow, I am just like all these people back when they first started back when they first failed. And it gave me that inspiration to move forward. So it's just this validation that what you're doing is being so helpful to people out there that you may not even know that you're touching yet. And for me, just knowing that Entrepreneur Fire is being listened to by over 100 countries, Mm -hmm. over 100,000 unique downloads a month and growing every single day, that's what keeps me going. That's what keeps me producing a daily podcast. When Like you, starting your 30-city challenge, I was facing a lot of people saying, John, a daily podcast, it just can't be done. It's too much. And, Mm -hmm. you know, 87 released later and 140 plus already done. You know, I have proven that it can be done. And I just know that at the end of your 30-city challenge, you're going to be standing on top of the mountain and telling the world how it can be done. So let's take a moment, Amy, and just really delve into exactly what's going into the back end of what you're building with this 30 city challenge. Cause it's just so much logistics, so much coordination. I would just love to hear a lot about it. I reached out to write love on her arms first, which was um, the first step. And they said, great, go, f- go with it. I don't think they understood the, the, the grand idea that I had for it though. So take a second and tell us what to write on her arms is. Sure. So, um, to Write Love on Her Arms is a nonprofit that uh, they help fund programs and um, uh, even scholarships and things like that that help people who struggle with depression, self-injury, substance abuse, and suicide. And what they do is unique. So a lot of the charities when um, or a lot of the, the, the networks that I would have been able to reach out to when I was in high school were more like adults talking at us. It was more like being lectured about what we should be doing um, rather than an understanding of what we were going through um, as as people with clinical depression or, or people that were dealing with these issues. And I think to write love on her arms deals with this in a unique way. They, they're more like friends who have gone through the same thing than they are adults lecturing at kids. So I think it's um, the way they brand themselves, the the, the programs that they sponsor and the, the rock shows that they put on make it cool to have hope. They make it cool to reach out for help. And that's what really spoke to me when I found them. Um, I went after them. They didn't go after me. So um, I found them and immediately felt like I had to help them more. So I reached out to my friend who um, who is a, a very amazing um producer out here in LA and he's a he's very talented director as well and I I told him my idea and asked him um if he would be willing to help me and that's why my video looks so amazing is uh Eric Kaufman out here did uh all those shots and then um Alex Gans um traded personal training sessions actually for editing out here for me so I love that yeah and just being being willing to ask for help was actually a big um obstacle I had to overcome because for so long, I've been so independent. I was so scared to actually ask for help, which was what got me into trouble in the first place. Um, but I got over that. And now that I'm 
I'm just presenting my idea and offering help to as many people as I can and, and not being afraid to ask for help in return. And I think that was a big obstacle, but also, uh, that that comes into play with uh you know guest posting it comes into play with uh you know um presenting my idea to uh other media outlets that could possibly uh get this a little bit more PR which is great and um now i think my next uh venture is this this indiegogo project so i'm trying to fund this this whole tour with um uh an indiegogo campaign which is similar to kickstarter so it's a crowdfunding uh site where I'm trying to raise $18,000 to go on this tour. So that's my, um, this is my big next hurdle here. So if we go do Indiegogo, what will we type into the search box to find your specific campaign? Sure, it's Indiegogo.com slash 30 by 30 project. So that's I-N-D-I-E-G-O-G-O dot com slash 30x30 project. Wonderful. We will link that up in the show notes. I am personally going to be a contributor to this campaign. I oh, amazing. need to Thank encourage you. Fire Nation to go check out this page, watch the video, and if you can find it within yourself to donate to this, I could not say a more worthy person would be getting it for a more worthy cause. <laughs> so, Amy, let's continue to go down to the ground level now. So, you choose 30 cities in 30 days. Give us a little background behind that. Then give us a little walkthrough of these 30 cities you're going to. Sure. So um, the 30 cities, as of right now, I'm planning to do uh, West Coast up into Canada uh, and then uh, going down through uh, Middle America and then coming back up to the eastern part of Canada and then down the East Coast, um, ending in uh, Orlando, and I'm not sure if I'm going to come back to LA after that one and do one last one there or just end in Orlando. But I'm still working actually on uh, getting locations for the actual boot camps. So um, I'm in talks with some people about it, but uh, I'm, I'm open. I'm open to possibilities right now. Wow, that's exciting. Where right now is the closest place you have to Portland, Maine? To Portland, Maine would um, either, I, I guess, either Boston or um, Toronto, maybe. No, it would definitely be Boston. <laughs> yes, I was going to say it wouldn't be really Toronto, but that's kind no. of the in-between point, I guess. We're actually not that far from uh, Montreal or Quebec City, but quite a distance oh, from Oh, I'm Toronto. sorry. That's what I meant, Montreal. I am the worst at geography. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. It's you and 99% of Americans, believe me. <laughs> oh, no. I've hit that 99% now. Um, I'll get much better at geography after this tour is over. I love it. So <laughs> speaking of the tour being over, Amy, let's just fast forward to a very successful conclusion of the tour. What's your vision for the future for Amy Clover? Um, my vision for the future is basically making this message a movement. It's, it's more about just helping people to realize that hope is real. Um, that it isn't a life sentence and that nothing is in stone. There's there's this pervasive notion out there that depression is something you're just going to have to deal with for the rest of your life. And it, that is true. It, it is, you know, it, at some points it's a, it's a chemical imbalance, but it doesn't have to govern your life. It doesn't have to take over the rest of, uh, of everything you do from here on out. I think it can be manageable and you can be happy still. Um, though it's not going to be, you know, sunshine and rainbows all the time, 100% of the time, it can be most of the time. And I think that's what I want to really get out there and, and help also get 
the idea of fitness as a sort of medication out there as well. I love it. And I love the endorphins. Yes, me too. Obviously, (laughs) obviously. No, Amy, and I can tell you, I mean, I really am glad that we're able to put you on this platform, Entrepreneur on Fire, to continue to promote and to just spread the word. So we're going to use that to move into the last segment of the interview, which is the lightning round. And this is where I get to ask you a series of questions, Amy, and you come back at us, Fire Nation, with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Does that sound like a plan? (laughs) Uh, yes. Yeah. I am. I'm as ready as I'll ever be. Oh, I love the confidence. (laughs) (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? I guess waiting for someone else to do it for me. What is the best business advice that you ever received? Ooh, uh, actually that was kind of, um, in the form of a question to me. Um, I, I asked, uh, I, I was actually talking to Chris Gillibo about this project a little bit, and he said, I was asking him all these questions like, you know, because uh, he does a lot of his tours, and he, I was asking him, you know, how much was he spending, where did he go, how long was he gone, and all of these things, and he finally just stopped me and said, what more do you need from me to make this happen? And I've, I've taken that question, and I kind of realized after he asked that, you know, I don't need permission from anybody else to make this happen. I I need to stop making these excuses to stop taking action and just go take it. Just go take the steps, even if they're the wrong steps, and just take action on it. So that's something I asked myself um, pretty pretty much all the time, is what else do I need to go go make this happen? No, it's a great message and a great question to continuously ask yourself. Yeah. So, Amy, what do you regret doing or not doing at some point in your journey? And what lesson did you learn? Who, uh, I don't really have any regrets um, from my journey, but uh, I think I think I could always have been more open with my family, and I think that would have um, ex- uh, just made the process of recovery a little bit faster, being more open with my family. And I think that's something I want to pass along to other people listening out there is uh, feel free to reach out for that support because they are there to help you and just accept it with open arms. Absolutely. We're going to lighten things up a little bit here too. Yeah. (laughs) If you could choose only two websites to obtain all the information that you've needed to succeed, what would those two websites be and why? I, I talk about it a lot, but uh, nerdfitness.com has been a big in- inspiration for me. Steve Cam over there has been a ins- big inspiration for me. And Steve's just a great guy. He was one of the yeah. first 20 interviews we've had on Entrepreneur on Fire. And his journey is really inspiring because he's just such a genuine and real guy. So Nerd Fitness, great one. Yeah, definitely. And then um, I think also uh, uh, if you can find out more from um, – uh, John J. Rady, Dr. John J. Rady. I talk about him all the time. So you probably heard about him if you've heard anything from me. Yeah. Uh, he has a book called uh, Spark, the Revolutionary um, New Science of Exercise in the Brain. And uh, that had to do a lot with my um, my developing Strong Inside Out and, and connecting fitness or uh, aerobic exercise with with recovery from stress, uh, depression, anxiety, ADD, all of those kinds of things. And so that's been a enormous resource for me. Do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? Oh, yeah. Well, I use Google Docs every single day of my life. 
uh, yeah, that's it's because my um, I I'm not a big fan of Word, I guess, and it just helps me a lot more than Word, and I can take it with me everywhere. It's a great resource. If you could mm. recommend a book for Fire Nation, what would it be? Oh well, Spark definitely, like um, I just mentioned, um, but also. I think this is going to sound very frou-frou of me, but um, Eckhart Tolle's uh, A New Earth is a wonderful book for staying present and mindful. And that helps me. A a lot of the practices from that book help me every single day. Wonderful, Amy. We will link that up as well in the show notes. So this is the last question. and It's kind of a tricky one. So take your time, digest it, then come back at us with an answer. Okay. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Does my laptop have a webcam? Absolutely. Awesome, because then I'd make a video telling my story of how I woke up in this different world and had no idea where I was. I would share that story and run a crowdfunding campaign on either Kickstarter or Indiegogo and <laughs> try to raise money to start start a new uh, uh, business online. That, I mean, I got to be honest with you. I've interviewed over 140 people now, and you and one other person gave an answer to that, which I think is just such a great answer. It's just like, Hello, I just woke up in a brand new world. It's identical to Earth, but I don't know anybody. I'm going to tell that story. All 140 interviewees, God bless their souls, they gave great answers, very straightforward advice about how they would start a blog or how they would go to conferences and great, great stuff. But you and Gary Vaynerchuk said, you know what? I'd get on a video and I'd be like, what the heck is going on, world? (laughs) That's, yeah, amazing. It would be an amazing story. I'd want to hear that story. Reach out to Gary, tell him that I said hi and that you guys think identical on the last question of Entrepreneur on Fire. He'll know exactly what I'm talking about and you'll become best friends. I will do that. (laughs) (laughs) Amy, you've given us some great actionable advice this entire interview and we are all better for it. Oh, thanks so much for having me. This has just been such an honor. Thank you. Well, I'm not gonna let you go that easily. I want (laughs) one parting piece of guidance and then tell us where we can find you and then we'll say goodbye. That thing, that big thing that you want to achieve, don't wait to do it. Take action now and start doing it. And uh, where you can find me, I'm all over the place, but um, I'm mainly at stronginsideout.com. I'm also on Facebook, facebook.com slash stronginsideout. And my Indiegogo campaign is running right now until February 8th. And it's indiegogo.com slash 30 by 30 project. And that's 30x30 project. Yes. Dot com will be linked up in the show notes. Amy, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise, your experience. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks so much. All right, Fire Nation. Are you pumped up to create a podcast and share your message with the world? Don't let your lack of time, knowledge, or skills hold you back. All you need to do is record an MP3, send it to my team at Entrepreneur on Fire, and we do the rest. It's really that simple. Visit podplatform.com, that's podplatform.com to find out more. Thank you for joining us at entrepreneuronfire.com, your daily dose of inspiration. Prepare to ignite.